0: Everybody's trying to build and
1: give into the community,
0: and we see a brighter coal rain ahead.
1: They say that positivity and gratitude are contagious. It's a power that transforms lives in a language that transcends boundaries. And what better time of year to spread that energy than the holidays? This month on Hey Coal Rain, I want to highlight a couple of organizations that are going above and beyond to help the people of Colerain Township. Hey, Coleraine, I'm Helen, the communication specialist for the township. This month, we're talking about kindness, generosity, and positivity. And to help me do that, I have Gail Nolte and Dale Beck, the co-founders of Side by Side and executive members of Coleraine Hope, a collaborative that brings nonprofit organizations and church groups together to share resources and support. Thank you both so much for joining me today.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having us, Ellen. Absolutely. So first, give us a little bit of background on Side by Side. Who are you? What do you do? How do you help the community?
2: We started Side by Side uh, back in 2020. We had been at the point where we were taking a look at doing projects within the community um, from um, uh, Crossroads Church where they were doing what's known as uh, um, uh, Go Local. So we had uh, eight projects. We were looking at 300 volunteers. And that was back in uh, January of 2020, and then COVID hit. Shut everything down by March, so we decided that that we had to be able to find a better way to be able to morph into trying to be able to help out the community. So we learned that uh, during COVID, that the food pantries were at the point where they did not have the products that were needed based upon the amount of products that were That needed to be supplemented?
0: So they were limited, just like the rest of us. So if you remember, you could only get two jars of peanut butter, two cans of tuna. So we put cardboard boxes at the end of our driveway, and we started using Facebook and other means to communicate to folks to say, hey, how about helping out our local pantries? And in that first year, we collected over 18,000 pounds of Provisions for our own local pantries here. Wow.
2: So then from there it pretty much morphed in we had the opportunity to find um, Some books that were going to be disposed of uh, Gail And um, it was down in the city Gail indicated to me get a truck and get a warehouse So we brought the, all the books back it was a library that had been shut down from one of the local schools and we found out with libraries being shut down that uh, students were at the point where they could not get particular books so we started uh, cleaning them, putting them in a plastic bag, and then giving them to the food pantries who could distribute it to the kids uh, that are in poverty that are at the point that uh, 66% of them don't even have one book in their home.
0: We have one great story <clears throat> of a grandmother who came up to the food pantry to get some food, and the helper there handed her a bag of books for the little two-year-old granddaughter in the back seat. And she said, I don't need these books she can't read. And she said, you're right. You should be reading to her right now. And so the next two weeks later, when they came back to Sun Ministries, Grandma says, where are my books for my granddaughter?
1: So
2: we've been fortunate enough um, to our program. uh, We've expanded out. We have a tremendous amount of volunteers. Uh, Gail and I do this as a volunteer basis. We've never been at the point where we've taken a salary. Um, for our organization we just feel like we need to be able to give back to the community so based on that we end up having where we help to supplement the food pantries we do a literacy program Uh, we work with Crossroads Church to do uh, tutoring and mentoring over at Taylor Elementary with 45 students Um, and our
0: latest adventure is diversion program so Hamilton County Courts um, hold court here in Coring Township, right here in the administration building, and children who are brought forward that may have disorderly conduct, may have truancy, there's a variety of minor charges, and we, our hope is to keep them out of the juvenile justice center. So we offer alternative community service and programs, and the hearing officer will say how many hours a student needs to serve, and we welcome them to our programs and with the hope that they do the service hours, the hearing officer dismisses their case, and they're able to get back on the right track.
2: The newest uh, venture, or I should say, opportunity that we have is that we have ended up renting out a 1,500 square foot uh, warehouse, which um, we signed a five-year lease on. We want to be able to have it as a, uh, basically a controlled youth center where kids can be able to come and have fun and be able to find love, hope, as well as uh, getting the opportunity to uh, uh, be blessed by others that are there. Um, We're taking a look at a soft start in January, um, but we want to be able to have the youth to be able to understand that there's somebody who believes in them for the Coleraine community. So uh, we're basically working feverishly now to be able to bring everything up to code um, under uh, basically the township through the fire department and police department and the township administration who have all been positive in helping us to be able to get it off the ground uh, by backing us, by uh, taking a look at what we need um, through procedures and standards.
0: So in in summary, um, Side by Side stands on five pillars. We are community service, we are literacy, we are tutoring, we are diversion and we are community outreach. And through that outreach, we have worked and partnered with a lot of other nonprofits in the area.
1: Talk to me a little bit about when you guys started, 2020. Why did you decide that that was a good time to start your side-by-side organization? Did you guys come from philanthropy, or what what went off in your heads that said, now is the time? Dale and
0: I actually had been... um, volunteer work forever. Um, We did a lot of work in Hamilton with the Father's House and we were certified foster care parents at that time and worked with Safe families as well through our church. We've always done lots of service projects and we felt like along the way um, we were learning. We were learning things that worked well, things that didn't work well and so in 2019, um, we were finally ready to make our own stake in the ground and to launch our own ministry.
2: Basically, we ended up taking a look at it. Um, I came out of church one Sunday, and I looked at Gail, and I said, there's two things that you love more than anything else. I said, you love coal rain. Um, since you're a native here, you came back and lived here, and this is where you have a passion for this community. And we took a look at the football team. Uh, I kid everybody and tell everybody I'm a football widower. Uh, When it comes up to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or Thursday, uh, I know where I will find her in front of the TV set, and it's not (laughs) going to be at the Hallmark movies. Um, So what we did was that we started working with the Coleraine football team. Uh, We were at the point where they were offering meals, and we were coming up to volunteer to get a chance to get to know the football players. Um, There's a great program going on through there. Uh, through this northwest local school district and we just wanted to be able to be a part of it and then from there it uh, pretty much just kind of morphed down
0: yeah we were fortunate to make connections and uh, learned about some of the, the boys on the team who were involved in young life and we actually became um, parent leaders for the northwest high school young life group there are a lot of parents mm-hmm. involved for Cole but not so much for Northwest High School. So we have stepped up. Um, another couple from our small group has stepped up. And that program has really taken off. Both, both Young Life programs at both high schools do really well. Um, we have been able to build friendships with the high school students. We actually have one that's um, an intern. This is her second year. She's now in college. But she puts together our newsletter for us. And uh, the kids keep coming back. Um, and it's just been fun. To, um, to believe in them and to encourage them and watch how they're going.
2: The one thing that we've learned from the community is that uh, um, the students and the, um, I should say, children of this day and age are at the point that uh, people look down upon them and say that there's no guidance. Those individuals out there have hope, and they're at the point where they're given direction and they're given an opportunity. They jump right in. With our mentoring and tutoring program that we have over at Taylor Elementary, we have more high school students that are coming in than we do adults trying to be able to tutor these students. And they have a passion for it. They come up and they tell us exactly what's going on with the student. How can they help? They give us suggestions. And um, it's just very, very honoring and humbling to be able to see that they want to be able to see some hope as well within this community.
1: That's great. Is that how you guys formed Coleraine Hope? Is through that kind of communal need to help people? Exactly, Helen.
0: We we saw that a lot of the nonprofits were working really hard in the community, but we weren't talking to each other. And so, as we started to meet the people at the pantries, it led to other partnerships and other groups that we met. Um, we have worked with a lot of the churches in the area, and so we started saying, "Hey, what if we brought everybody together?" And what could we do? What's the power of multiple of people who want to help our community and want to lift it up? And so um, at any monthly meeting, we can now have 40 to 50 groups represented at the table. It's been fantastic. And what we do is we pick four projects a year that we will all stand behind. That may mean we just advertise it or we get volunteers or we may organize it. But it lets us all have a common goal that we're working on, and then we're also supporting one another and making connections. And you know, one group says they need something, and so the other one says, "Well, I have that. You know, we can help." And so the synergies and the connections um, have just been so valuable.
2: And the one thing too is that uh, we don't keep it in one particular format. I should say we keep it in the format, but we don't keep it at one location. Uh, we're at the point where we want each nonprofit who comes to the table to be able to be honored. And so they will state that i like to have it this month at my location. So that way we get a chance to be able to tour the facility, be able to understand the dynamics and the background of how they work, and see what we can do to be able to support them even better in the community.
1: That's wonderful. And I should note, too, that the HOPE in Colerain Hope stands for helping our people every day, That's right? That's exactly Correct.
0: right. Lindsay Creasy came up with that. So a shout-out to her at Northwest Local School. She's a <laughs> communications expert like you, oh,
2: And the interesting thing about it was when Lindsay came up with the logo, she ended up having hands that were in circle, But it was basically trying to be able to generate um, enough color in it that it managed to be able to establish all ethnicity so that uh, everybody was represented.
1: She's so creative. Yeah, we she love is. Lindsay. So talk about some of the nonprofits that are involved in Chlorine Hope, because you said that there's a wide array. There's 40, 50 <laughs> of them that you said that are involved at this point. Are they all sort of book-oriented, child-oriented, or what, what kind of span are we looking at here?
0: We really run the gamut. Um, our executive committee includes representatives um, from the Clippard Y, from Nate's Toy Box, from LaSalle from Northwest local schools, from the township.
2: Chamber of Commerce.
0: Chamber of Commerce. Very, very um, important. Little brothers, friends of the elderly.
2: Right. We end up having, like, the Aubrey Rose Foundation, and we end up having many churches that come together, too, whether it just to be able to understand, to be able to do an outreach to the community, or to be able to take a look and be able to say that we have a food pantry that we want to be able to open up to the community, and how can we help. Many people come in and um we all come with uh, laying our agendas at the door and just being able to come in and be able to see what we can do to support each other.
0: Yeah, we, we also have people working cooperatively. Right. We have Nate's Toy Box. We have eLife life Ministries. Um, we have multiple churches. Um, we have the Vineyard. We have Friendship Baptist. We have Grossbeck. Um, we have Sun Ministries, which is the food pantry there. So um, I would say it's a real variety from... Children's services all the way to senior services are represented at the table because everybody's trying to build and give into the community and we see a brighter coal rain ahead.
2: Yeah, and we also end up having organizations such as King's Closet, uh, Pivot 360 and the Help Squad, each one of them taking a look and trying to build, and understand the, the plight of what people go through within our community and how we can be able to be there to help them uh, Uh, Carson uh, West, who was at the point where uh, he ended up coming back to his home after having to go through a tremendous amount of time of rehab. Um, Everybody kind of gathered around to try to be able to embrace him, to be able to show them that uh, we're going to be there to be able to support him through his his journey. Yeah, we
0: even have reuse and recycle um, at the table. So lots of different groups representing, you know, just different things and efforts people are trying to do. So it's really fun to learn because we learn every time somebody new comes and they tell something about their story we haven't heard before.
1: Mm-hmm. That and en- that energy in the atmosphere has got to be electric too. Just having all these people who want to help, who want to move our community forward together in one place. Talk about what's what that's like when you guys find a connection or find that common ground where you're like, yes, this is what I want the goal, one of our four goals to be for the year.
2: One of the things that we take a look at, if you look at uh, particular business structures, everybody's going in trying to be able to, um, in organizations, they're trying to be able to promote their business. In our organization, people are taking a look at what can we do to be able to partner together. How can we be able to create a better community and better hope? So when people come in, there's a certain amount of electricity and excitement. Uh, We exchange business cards. We talk about the positive um, feedback we've had within our organizations. Um, The one was uh, the Northwest Local School District uh, Safety and Health Fair that was held back in August. They ended up telling us that they had more volunteers that ended up coming forward uh, to be able to be involved in that, which really impacted the community Mm -hmm. and how much they gave back and that the people that came up said that they were so appreciative that uh, Coleraine was doing that. From everything that we've seen is that Coleraine is uh, putting a pin in the map throughout the country. As well as throughout Cincinnati and Ohio, saying that we're starting an initiative here uh, that could carry on to be able to spread out throughout the world. Mm-hmm.
1: I will say that about the chlorine community. We're not we're not afraid of rolling up our sleeves and getting dirty and helping neighbors. Absolutely. So going back to chlorine hope, since you mentioned hope, um, what are your plans for twenty twenty four?
0: So we reviewed. Um, we just had a, re- a review in November mm-hmm. of our big four projects. And we are going to continue um, the August project, which is the Northwest Local School District Health and Safety Fair. We will continue um, the Colrain Rain Give Back Day in October. We just launched last year the Spring Spruce Up. And so that was a combination with the clothing drive at LaSalle. And we had major projects, including Coal Parks, that We painted and just kind of did a big volunteer blitz on some things. And we're going to continue that one as well. Um, The one that we decided, the video contest for Coleraine, was a lot of fun. And um, we think that that would be great to continue, but the recommendation is maybe the chamber continue that. And in turn, um, the mental health issue has become really big. And so we are looking at, in Uh, early, probably February, what can we do to make a difference? Um, And the mental health issue was actually voted as our number one thing. Um, And we had six breakout groups and that became clear. And it wasn't for just one subset of our community. It ranged from the children to the teens, to the families, to the senior citizens. So we are going to put our heads together in January and come up with what that big idea is going to be. That'll be our fourth initiative for this year.
2: And the biggest thing that we see, too, is that the Coleraine Police Department and Coleraine Fire Department are very, very instrumental in this. With their passion to try to be able to see how to be able to help individuals within the community, um, to be able to understand them and understand what they're going through has just been phenomenal. Uh, they come in and be able to offer suggestions, try to be able to give us some guidance. And we're hoping to be able to get some training so that we can start putting this out to the nonprofits so that they can be an extra arm to the community when they end up seeing an, an individual in need.
1: I know our police department has Raina, uh, the new addition of our therapy dog. So she's going to be making appearances to nonprofits. So if you are a nonprofit out there and you want to have Raina come to your meetings or your groups, please reach out to the police department. Um, and the fire department, of course, has always had mental health at the forefront of what they do as well. That is a, that's a big initiative. I'm glad you guys are tackling that. I'm glad, especially since you work with high school students, too. I feel like there's so much cyberbullying and just so much pressure that even my generation and generations before haven't had before. They hadn't encountered, which adds a completely another dimension to mental health.
2: Well, the one thing that I might say is that um, we may end up hearing about cyberbullying as well as maybe some of the uh, um, trauma that some of the students are facing within uh, their particular school district. Um, I have to say that with regards to the Coleraine and Northwest Local School District is that uh, we have an administration there that is very strong to be able to make sure that they uh, try to be able to stop that at the very beginning on the onset. And I have to be able to say through that administration, they have really worked hard uh, to be able to take a look at how they can be proactive by setting up the student body to be able to make them um, helpful in trying to be able to identify the issues that they run through.
0: They have hope squads at both of the high schools now, yeah. which help um, to deal with people who may be having some challenges, and those yeah. are peer yeah. organizations. So those are the high school students really you know, trying to work one-on-one with their fellow students. Um, I think I want to also mention, uh, Tanya Pawning is a teacher at Taylor Elementary, and she's actually our liaison for the tutoring and mentoring program. Um, And she also saw some of that kind of behavior, especially between a kindergartner and a fourth grader and that kind of thing. So she had launched a program called a buddy program. And so kindergartners are matched up with third graders and first graders with fourth graders and Etc. So the buddies, everybody in that school has a buddy that's in a different age group and they get to know them one-on-one. And so um, Nate's Toy Box and Side by Side are actually going to help her with her vision to bring joy this Christmas by letting these kids buy, buy quote, free gifts, um, free toys that they get to pick out and wrap themselves and give to their buddy. And so um, for a lot of these kids, they don't have the means to do something like that. So to have them experience the joy of giving at such an early age and to see these connections grow um, is changing the whole morale of the school. And so those are the kinds of efforts that, you know, it's it's just one little step at a time, but making a big difference.
1: They say that kindness is contagious. So Absolutely. I'm glad to see that they're starting that at a young age like that. Like you right. said, that magic of just being able to present somebody with something. If people want to get involved in Coloring Hope, in side by side, if they want to access your services, how can they reach you?
2: Uh, the best thing to do is be able to get in contact with us at via, via email. Um, the best way is to be able to send it. To, we're part of Block Ministries. Uh, we decided not to start our own 501c3 at our age. Um, so we were fortunate enough that Block Ministries uh, had met with us and said, why don't you come under us as one of your programs? Um, so we end up having our email address under them. Mine would be dale.beck at oneblock.org, or else you can be able to send it to my wife, Gail, at Gale.nulty at oneblock.org.
0: And it's Gail, G-A-I-L, <coughs> since there are multiple spellings of Gail. The other thing you can do is check out our Facebook page, and it, it runs together, runs the word side by side, and then CINCI, C-I-N-C-I, and uh, we post pretty regularly there. Some of the things that are going on, you can comment, you can message us that way, and we'd be happy to talk to you about any of the initiatives that we have going on. We are always looking for volunteers And all of our programs, um, whether you want to do a one-time event, um, I have some moms that are coming December 27th to help with the book program. That's a one-time event. We have tutors who commit to 20 um, Wednesdays during the school year to work one-on-one. So we have a variety of opportunities, and our opportunities are year-round. And uh, we would invite the others to join us or to volunteer for one of our other um, partner organizations in Colerain Hope. And Colerain Hope has a website. So feel free to reach out at Colerain Hope. You can run that together as well.org website, and you can see some of our member organizations as well as volunteer opportunities and activities they have coming up.
2: The other thing too is that when we take a look at it uh, with our volunteer efforts, uh, we can take anybody in from 3 to 103. Yes, So that's one of the things that we want to be able to have people know is that with that particular type of age group, we can be able to bring the kids in so they can start at a very young age to be able to volunteer.
0: Um, and the Chamber, we need to do a shout out to them. They definitely support the work of Cole Hope. They help us um, with the database and sending the constant notices about upcoming activities. And um, we're so blessed to have such an active organization in our community that supports not only the businesses that are making a profit, but also the businesses that are nonprofit and trying to make a difference.
1: Any parting thoughts? Anything that you want people to know about Side by Side or what you do or anything like that? Anything you feel like the people should know?
0: Our motto is to serve our neighbors, share our gifts, and support our community. And we hope we do that every day.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, when we take a look at this, um, this is a community based on love and hope. And every single day, people are driving up and down the strip uh, of uh, chlorine Avenue trying to go to understand the community. But they don't see the backdrop of the individuals that live in the particular neighborhoods. And everybody is coming together. So that's one thing that we have to look forward to, is that we probably live in the best part of Cincinnati, and we want to be able to keep that going for the future.
1: It's beautiful. Gail, Dale, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank Thanks you so Ellen. much for your time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hey Cole Rain. New episodes will be available each month, so be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you get your podcasts on. And hey, we're social. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can also learn more about what's going on in our community by visiting our website, colrain.org. And on behalf of all of us at Colrain Township Administration, I'm Helen, and thanks for listening to Hey, Colrain.